How is it that I can ask these questions, given that the only certainty is, is the I am? Must I be a solipsist, maintaining the reality starts and ends with me? I wish they were true. Problem is that it is not completely accurate that existence precedes essence. My existence is not my only certain knowledge. Once I know I am, I know there is something out there that is not me and that I do not completely control, but that not only controls me most of the time, but most certainly wants to control me entirely to the point of killing me when I lose control of it. I wish that whatever is out there outside the beetle box weren't this something out there. I wish that I am were the only true reality, and thus that my life would have its own meaning. But that is not the case. Sometimes for the powers that be, they act with and become a part of whatever is out there. For the rest of us, most of the time, whatever is out there and the powers that be working with them are fighting over the same thing, power over my existence. Not only is there something out there I cannot completely control or have power over, but most of the time, whatever is out there is trying to control me and even kill me. So, like it or not, consciousness has a duality, me and not me. Actually, there is a human trinity, the me of consciousness, the not me that comes with this consciousness consisting of whatever is outside of the beetle box, plus the will to be or not to be. We can call the first mind, consciousness, spirit, soul, or whatever works, as we will discuss later, and call the other material, material, matter, body, or whatever works, as we will discuss later. The will is a will for power over this duality. These words and any words referring to these elements of I am are their own meaning, existence. Beyond that, at least logically, whereof one cannot speak, thereof one must be silent. Philosophy professors justifying their tenured seats can deny the duality of the mind and the will for power as much as they want and enjoy the illusion and power of having their own words have more power than the reality around them. But from the working class perspective, there is nothing more real than this duality. And with this, and with this duality comes the will to power to live and struggle for a better life, eventually leading to the social prosperity that allows for the luxury of having tenured philosophy professors to deny them this duality and thus to keep workers in their place. Again, whatever is out there outside the beetle box, just as the I am, precedes words and logic. As soon as I am and know I am, I know it exists out there and it is, it is competing with me for power. I can just as certainly say I am as it is or make up any words to refer to this I am and what I am not outside the beetle box. But all such words are their own meaning, existence. As soon as this happens, we have the basic premises of reality, me, not me, and a will for power over the first two. Whatever is in the box wants to continue existing and defeating and controlling what is in the box, the box and what is outside the box. We thus have three existential premises of reality that precedes words, logic, and reason, but that now allow us to create words, logic, and reason. I am, therefore I think. Of the words used to describe the basic duality of reality, their meaning is existence. From these premises, I can go on to thinking about them, and more importantly, as I run into obstacles to my existence, and thus more premises to be added to the thinking about I, whatever is out there, and what I want. 
I then develop other words, language, language games, logic, and even mathematics, and all else derived from my existence and my desire to continue existing in the face of obstacles to my doing so. Logic, language, and words, and anything else beyond I am, the am not, and the will for power for what I am, are tools used to survive if one wants to survive. The meaning of the language games created by these tools of reason and logic That is, the language and words other than those identical to I am, it is, or will for power, is not their use, but the meaning is their usefulness. The meaning is essentially whatever works. For a tenured philosophy professor whose job is to issue verbiage regularly so that they can keep their job and prestige, questioning and doubting that I am, and only therefore do I think, is a good way to live and enjoy life. Such is not true from the working class or even middle class perspective. I exist, the world out there, the majority of people, and most definitely the powers that be do not care about my existence, but fuck them. I, my mind, my consciousness, my private language exist as real entities and not as words, numbers, probability waves, data, or whatever the powers that be, including God, want to make me in order to have a sense of power. I can either fight their power or go along with it. Of the basic existentialist premises, I am, it is, and the will will for power to make all further logical or rational thought possible. There is not much that can be logically discussed, but there is much to discuss. What is in the box and the will to do something with it, either live for power or die for it, is the substance and nature of humanity. Love, hate, empathy, caring, uncaring, Joy, happiness, and all the passions and irrationality itself are what separates us from the animals. Logic and reason are essentially whores whores that sell themselves to the will for power and any passions created from that will. It is important to understand the basic premises of reality so that true analytic philosophy can occur. True analytic philosophy consists of applying Occam's razor to the semantics and syntax of language to maintain the distinction between those words that are their own meaning, existence, and those words whose meaning is their usefulness. The three existential realities make logic and reason possible. For the second set of words that are then created by reason and logic, those words whose meaning is their usefulness, I want to clarify this concept of usefulness before contemplating how analytic philosophy can help the working and middle classes with the will to power in the fight against the powers that be, including God. To assist with this clarification, I have added another illustration to the Philosophy of Language podcast page called My Parisian Wife and Mother-in-Law.